0: Hey everyone, welcome to the show. This is Question the Narrative podcast. I am your host, Jason Krullers. Tonight's episode, we are going to discuss the current situation at hand Hurricane Idalia. Tracking the storm, the spaghetti models, the cone, the satellites and more. Today's date August 29th, 2020. The time is currently 10 o'clock p.m. i um, just sitting here kind of watching the news a little bit online of the current storm track popping back and forth between the Weather Channel and the local stations here to see what's going on. Uh, we down here in Lee County, Cape Coral, Fort Myers Beach, um, the storm has, you know, passed us, but now being on the east side, it, we're going to start getting the rain band and uh, the storm surge and whatnot here. So they're discussing on the local news about the storm surge and the flooding down at Fort Myers Beach right now. Currently, uh, they're getting flooding up to some areas. Uh, I think down at Dock Fords restaurant uh that's on uh san carlos island so right before you get to fort myers beach uh so you know we're praying hoping those guys um you know catch a break down there it's not looking as bad as last time definitely could be better um they're gonna get a little bit of water it's flooding down there right now so they're saying the tide getting ready to come back in i believe. I think they said we're about four hours out from the high tide again, so I think it's around 2 o'clock, which is, I believe, what time it's supposed, supposed to hit. Um, maybe early morning, 5 o'clock or something like that, supposed to hit, headed towards the Tallahassee area, a little bit north of Gainesville. So I'm just sitting here checking out some of the old spaghetti modules for the next five days and it has one two three four five six seven eight nine ten about ten of them on there taking it through Tallahassee a little bit wobbly to the east or west of it there which is uh I don't know not a coincidence right I mean Oh, DeSantis in Tallahassee there, giving him a little taste. See how he reacts. I actually seen DeSantis on TV the other night, maybe yesterday, and the dude was right back in full step, you know, full swing of things. I think that's where he operates the best is under pressure uh, when the, you know, when it's on the line and, you know, I don't, He's not built for the um, the debate stage and whatnot. He just doesn't look comfortable there. But I I think DeSantis works his best when he's taking care of things as the governor. So, dude was um, in prime prime fashion the other night. Seems like he's got a plan going here. Let's hope that they can take care of things. Um, you know. I, I'm not exactly happy about the way things were taken care of after Hurricane Ian. We have a bunch of trailers sitting around from Hurricane Ian still that people haven't gotten into. Just sitting up there in a field, probably rotten. Talk about fraud and waste. You know, that's something I'd like to figure out uh, as to who's in charge of the FEMA operation down here and why. The people couldn't get these trailers. You know, they they acted like they came out and did something. Oh, hey, we brought in these FEMA trailers. And, you know, they probably had some legislation. They probably got a bunch of money uh, passed through uh, Congress or whatever. And whoever was in charge probably patted themselves on the back for doing such a great job. And they spent all this money and they bought all these trailers and they're sitting out here in a field by the airport almost 12 months after a devastating hurricane. And there's people that are homeless, I'm sure. So there's some answers to be had here. But anyways, let's get back to the storm here a little bit. I wanted to go over the storm surge. Says they're going to get some storm surge... Potentially in Tampa Bay, 3 to 9 feet, possibly. North of that, they're talking 10 to 15 feet, which is, I think, 15 feet was what they had at Fort Myers Beach. So, if it's that bad, it's going to be completely devastating in that area. A lot of springs a lot of the, a lot of rivers and, uh, estuaries and stuff that lead back off of the Gulf up into that stuff. So that storm is going to just continue to push right through the state and bring all that water with it. Just like it did last time, brought it all up into all those rivers and whatnot. So, uh, they do have this storm going all the way up until, um, savannah jacksonville charleston cape hatteras and then going out into the atlantic where there are a couple other storms hanging out out there i was looking at this i seen it on my um i think it was instagram earlier that we were looking at um couple other storms out there in the Atlantic. So... It doesn't look too good for Florida here... Within the next week or so. If this thing... Goes through... The state of Florida... Out into the Atlantic... And catches another one of these storms... Rolling off of Africa over here... That could potentially... Create some type of a super storm right there and head this way. And you know me, love them conspiracies, so it would just be a globalist dream if they could get a storm to hit Miami. They, uh, I don't know, if anybody heard on the news lately that Miami is signed up for the C 40. City, And it's this new globalist network of mayors and world leaders in these top uh, world cities that are uniting in action to confront the climate crisis. So uh, from what I heard, I haven't really read a whole lot about it, what the local Fox News radio Drew Steele in the morning was talking about it. he was saying how they're uh, you know in Miami. It's basic it's gonna be based upon carbon credits. And here I'll just I'm gonna read uh it says cities racing to zero. An unprecedented coalition of cities committed to setting science-based targets and start implementing inclusive Resilient climate action ahead of and beyond the twenty twenty one u n climate change conference in glasgow, so a couple words there uh science based yeah that's you know follow the science, wear the mask, get the clot shot you know uh inclusive that's another red flag word right there they're using these terms. So, cities signing on to the city race to zero must commit to the following. They have to commit to publicly endorsing the following principles that we recognize the global climate emergency. There is no global climate emergency, guys. So, right off the top, this is 100% bullshit. Committed to keeping global heat below the 1.5 Celsius goal of the Paris Agreement, which is bullshit. Committed to putting inclusive climate action, inclusive, there's that word again, at the center of all urban decision making to create thriving and equitable communities. Equitable and inclusion. That's, um. I think there's a word for that. DEI, yes, DEI, and we're not doing this, guys. You know, we're not teaching DEI. We're not. The government isn't doing this stuff to you. It's just a big conspiracy. It must just be a coincidence that they're trying to uh, implement these things in a city near you. Look up, look up the C forty cities. I believe there's one hundred of them or more. Uh, They are committed to putting. Inclusive climate action at the center of all urban making. Oh, shit. I already read that. sorry, guys. Next one. Invite our partners, political leaders, CEOs, trade unions, investors, and civil society to join us in recognizing the global climate emergency and help us deliver on science based action. So it probably means wear your fucking mask and, um, you know, don't use all your carbon credits or you won't be allowed into the grocery store. And um, by the way, you're not allowed eating meat. You're only allowed to purchase a couple new outfits a year. Probably some gray jumpsuit. Um, like we're in 1984 or something. But good luck, Miami. <laughs> Miami is like... Uh, pff. it's you know, It might as well be called Sin City. I mean Miami M- Miami's probably freaking crazier than Vegas. I mean, um the action, the nonstop action that's going on down there, the the billionaires and it's just a Playboys uh you know, free for all. Million dollar sports cards everywhere. Multi-million dollar mansions all over the place. Yeah, these guys are really concerned about their freaking global carbon imprint. I'm sure they're only going to buy three new outfits a year. And I'm sure nobody in Miami is going to be eating meat either, guys, right? So, I mean, they must just think we're freaking stupid. Or maybe you are Uh, Yeah, maybe uh, some people are stupid. Maybe they buy into this shit and they believe it's actually going to happen. But... That being said, um, uh, let's just continue on here. They pledged to reach net zero by 2040 or sooner or by mid-century at the latest in line with the global efforts to limit the warming to 1.5. See, they've got, they probably really got no shot at this. Um you can't really Yeah, no, I don't know. I I'm not going to say that you can't change the climate because I'm sure you can. These guys have probably figured it out. Um but uh you giving them more money, more tax dollars isn't going to do anything. It, it's it's just all uh a scam to get your money. They don't care. They're bu- If they believed the climate was changing and the the flood the waters were rising and the beaches were eroding and all the coastal lands would be flooded why would Obama be buying a 10 million dollar house in Martha's Vineyard why would all of these people be buying these mansions Uh, why is Oprah and Bill Gates and everyone living in Hawaii right Uh, in advance of the COP 26 Explain what steps will be taken toward achieving net zero, especially in the short term. Set an end-term target to achieve in the next decade, which reflects the 50% global reduction of CO2 by 2030. So basically, it's a smart city. Come into a city near you. Um, Equity, Diversion, Inclusion Statement. The C40 Cities is actively committed to being an equitable, diverse, inclusive organization. All those words are bad. That's all bad, bad. They have established Diversity, Inclusion, and Anti-Racism Board to oversee the delivery of our equity, inclusion, and diversity. So they have a racism board, guys. You know, if you say something wrong on your internet, you're... Your uh, social credit score probably won't let you into your apartment that you're not going to own because you're going to be happy because of Klash Fob telling you. We had another mayor speaking at one of these events here recently, and it was the mayor of Maui, Mayor Victorino spoke at the Climate Mayor's Leadership Forum in late May, early June of 2022. Mayor Victorino will speak at the Climate Mayor Leadership Forum on Thursday, June 2nd, where he will present Maui County's case study about the costly impact of climate change, including drought, wildfire, floods, and sea level rise. He will also explain why in march twenty twenty the county sued eight major fossil fuel corporations for fuel change damage oh, for, for climate change damage, I'm sorry. It's an honor to be invited to speak alongside mayors of major cities like New Orleans, Austin, and Augusta, said Mayor Victorino. I will emphasize that island communities feel the impact of climate change first. Which is why I'm here today So what just happened in Maui That we can remember Uh, Oh some wildfires That they were having a Leadership forum on In June of 2022 Hmm. So I would not be surprised If they don't go for Miami next And what a better way to do it than organizing a hurricane using direct energy weapons to come back around and take them out. It's just going to be really interesting to see what happens here. A lot of things could happen. It's so weird that you know, the storm is just right off the coast, I think 175 miles or so. But here at my house in Cape Coral, we got some rain earlier, probably 1 o'clock, 3 o'clock. We got some heavy rain. You know, I thought it was going to rain all day. They shut it down at work, came home, everything cleaned up, sun came out, the wind died down. It's starting to pick back up again now, but it just doesn't do any justice knowing how bad Fort Myers beach, Santa bell. I mean, I don't wish that on any of these people. And unfortunately it looks like it's ripping right up the West coast here and, you know, may go right through Florida, right up the East coast, circle back around. I just wanted to put that out there just to see what happens here. It's going to be really, really interesting. It's also going to be quite interesting to see how the emergency response is handled here because I was listening to the local news in the morning, uh, I believe last week, and they said that FEMA was running out of emergency management um, funds after the Hawaii incident. So um, let's see if they are running out of money which you know there's a rumor going around you know people are you know people say you know whatever whatever um people are thinking they're using directed energy weapons to start these fires in Maui uh possibly lasers uh there's the whole blue umbrella video on instagram you can go watch that shows the frequency of the of the laser being uh altered or whatever to where it only affects certain things certain colors doesn't affect the blue if they have a setting on it there's videos they show i going through a lot of blue umbrellas blue cars trash cans blue uh, roofs on houses None of those things were touched. None of those things were burned, melted. No char, no black sm- soot. No, no black soot. Think about that. Everything around it burned in such an intense fire that it melted the freaking steel cars, the aluminum wheels, the glass in a car. You know, but it didn't even fringe or singe. Uh, umbrella or a plastic uh, trash tote that just seems crazy so um, you know the rumor was they were using the directed energy weapon there's a directed energy weapon on Maui at a base it's like the um, you know it's like What's his name? John Stewart going on the late show talking about the Wuhan virus leaking from well all oh, what it didn't leak from the Wuhan Virology Lab right down the street. You know, there's a directed energy weapon right on the mountain in Maui. Did they use the Maui directed energy weapon? Um anyways, it's not important how the fire started. The fire's probably started just by there was videos of the power lines being charged. There's probably people out there, arsonists, getting paid. Because we know they are starting fires in Canada. We know there were starting fires in Spain, Greece. All these fires don't just break out at the same time. Talking about climate change. After, if you remember Project Veritas, or maybe it was just after James O'Keefe left it with omg media don't know if it was before or after but he busted the dude from one of the uh cnn or somewhere saying that you know they're moving on from now that trump's out of office and uh covid was wrapping up they were moving on to climate change and straight up dude said that's what they were going to start running on all these uh newsrooms They're getting their 4 a.m. drop from the CIA, uh, from the Mockingbird media, and they're just running with it. So, but, I guess the point of that was, is, uh, there's a tweet out there that Joe Biden, he says that they're laser-focused on getting the people of Maui the help they need and the $700 cash checks. You know? Like, Um, that was going to help anybody 700 bucks. Like that won't even pay your, that won't even pay your month's rent on the house that you just lost. So, I mean, what are you going to do? Right. It's a just poor choice of words to use there. laser focused. If you didn't use a laser to burn the place down, why would you use that type of terminology? seems crazy to me. Um, but anyways, I'm wondering if FEMA is going to have any money. They said they were running out and they had their, they, what have they done? How many, uh, well, okay. We, we had the train derailments. Um, we had the East Palestine, Ohio. That was probably FEMA stuff. Um, but we haven't had any hurricanes yet. And yeah, you know, they're, they need to have a lot of money to rely on in the state of Florida, Texas, Uh, Louisiana, Alabama, all the coastal states, Carolinas, something's going to happen every year. So this article here talks about Congress being on vacation and FEMA running out of money August 28th, 2023. Um, Just because Congress is in recess doesn't mean natural disasters are going to stop. Now FEMA's running out of money thanks in part to the fire in Maui. Just add it to the pile Of Hill Urgent Issues. Tom Timmon of Federal News Network tells us more about the FEMA solution. They need money, it can only come from Congress. So, what's the solution here? Uh, Well, it says um, this was even before the disaster on the island of Maui that the FEMA director was telling Congress FEMA could run out of money. And this was earlier in the summer. Before Maui happened, before heavy storms in Southern California, and who knows what else is going to happen. So the situation that she has been sending up a flare on, Congress has to come up with some money to do this. The president proposed twelve billion in disaster aid, and then gave another twenty-four to Ukraine. Right? That, that wasn't in the article. I added that. But, uh, yeah, that's pretty shitty. That tells you everything you need to know right there. So, uh, they're running out of money. Congress isn't there. They're getting ready to get back to work here next week. Um, but, you know, where does the money go when they do all these things? And why are they waiting until the very last moment? And why are we sending money to Ukraine when our federal emergency management... Is running out of money. What do we... These people are... Trying to kill us, man. These people are trying to freaking kill us, guys. You need to just pay attention here. Wake the fuck up. I'm interested in... The federal response. I'm interested in... Joe Biden's response. See how long it takes him to get here. Let's see if he goes on a couple of vacations. Before he shows up... Two weeks late... And talks about something else. Um it should be disgusting to everybody at this point so but there i'm gonna break in right here i'm kind of following wink news here as we go and they're saying that there's still the potential of about 15 feet of storm surge in some areas like cedar key um and he you know he's basically saying that these places are islands smaller than some of the islands around us here and they're not gonna they're probably not going to be there anymore so it's going to be it's going to be uh, pretty wild to see what happens when we wake up in the morning here i think we can i think i can pop in here and listen to this just a little bit as long as i'm narrating
1: down and that can clear the eye out as the wind field now is still pretty consistent at about 240 miles wide in diameter here is that forecast from the National Hurricane Center, 110, almost a major hurricane. Uh, the pressure's at 958 millibars, pushing north at 18, oh. which is twice as fast as Ian may landfall at nine miles an hour. So here is where we are right now, almost on the brink of category three strength. It is expected to jump.
0: This is
1: by 1, the
0: 11 8, o'clock update. We're at 1128 right, right
1: now. Traffic damage expected along the Florida Gulf Coast near the Big Ben. Here's these. The Zim- that's what they're calling it. Out. Within this of red, right to
0: Tallahassee, boy.
1: And I just amended this graphic. We'll
0: see how DeSantis handles it. I'm sure he'll be out there in the morning. Where he should be taking care of things. But like I said, Joe Biden probably ain't gonna show up. But uh, we'll have to just play it by ear, see how it goes. Another little deal here that goes along with the same story I don't know if anybody out there heard of this or not but some officials in Florida were warning of bad gas that was sold in Tampa area at gas stations which it's all the way down here in Cape Coral, we're not Tampa area it has our address um, Chiquita Boulevard, Cape Coral, that's close to me Another one, most of them are Seven Eleven. 11 says uh, stuff sold by Sitgo. I think. The Florida Department of Agriculture and Consumer Services says that they've found a potential widespread problem with gas at some stations supplied by Sitgo from the port of Tampa. This could be important as people fuel up for either generators or in order to drive away from the area ahead of the storm. Fuel purchased after 10 a.m. on Saturday, August 26th, has been identified as having a strong likelihood of being contaminated. came from the station that sourced their fuel from Citgo at the Port of Tampa. The state has identified these Florida gas stations as the following. Blah, blah, blah. Tarpon Springs, Holiday, Lithia... Lehigh Acres, Fort Myers, Lakeland, North Cape Coral, Cape Coral, Brookside, Brooksville, Lehigh, Plant City, Cape Coral, Zephyr Hills, Cape Coral, Cape Coral, Fort Myers, Lady Lakes, Alva, Port Charlotte, Hudson, Daytona Beach, Sarasota, Sarasota, Tampa, 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 Tampa. Uh, Contaminated fuel could seriously damage Damage engines and generators that come in contact with it. The affected stations have been asked to stop selling the fuel until their gas has been replaced and their tanks have been cleaned. Once the stations are cleared and complete a corrective action plan, fuel will once again be safe for purchase, the state agency said. Those who believe they may have been sold contaminated gas can file a complaint with Florida state authorities by calling 1-800-HELP-FLA or by going online. So, I wonder if there's going to be any accountability to that. Because they don't even say what happened, how it got contaminated. Like, it was just another coincidence, right? Where uh, Florida, the red state, Ron DeSantis, the bad racist guy who's banning all the books about, um, you know, black queer theory and stuff in school. So you can't say gay, and you can't talk about slavery. They don't like this guy. Well, they do. Oh, yeah, just a coincidence here that the fuel... First time I've lived here in seven years. First time I've heard anything about this happening. So, And then right at the perfect time, everyone's trying to... The storm's coming right for Tampa. Tampa, Tampa, Tampa. Tampa, Tampa, Tampa. And somebody mixes... Something in with the wrong fuel, and I am telling you what it was. We got the military in Tampa. What is it, McDill? Um, you know, you telling me this was an accident? I don't think so, guys. It's just another thing—a demoralization program. Government's after you. Oh, here's another one. I'm sure this is just another accident coincidence. You know. A Marathon petroleum refinery exploded in Louisiana. Under control, and the an evacuation order has been lifted. Uh, fire crews contained a large fire at a refinery storage tank in Garyville, Louisiana, about 40 miles west of New Orleans, on Friday. The mandatory evacuation order put in place Friday within a two mile radius was lifted in the afternoon. According to the statement by the parish, the fire is currently under control and remained within the common containment area of two tanks in the refiner's property. Both tanks have sustained damage. The tank itself is not on fire. The product in the tank is a naphtha product, which is partially refined product that we use it as component to make gasoline. The tank itself is not on fire. It is the product surrounding the tank. So uh, yeah, another thing with the fuel. Wonder if they provided the fuel to the port of Tampa. Makes you wonder. Makes you wonder if there's ever going to be any accountability out of it either, because they'll probably just sweep this stuff right under the rug, and nobody will hear anything else about it. Uh, well, it looks like the wind and the rain starting to pick up here at my house. So, as I go to bed here, I'm going to be praying for the people, my neighbors here in Florida. A lot of the people to the north of us, Homosassas Springs, Bushnell, the villages. You got Gainesville, Lake City, Live Oak. You got Tallahassee. You got... Panama City and Destin up in there; those are get, they're getting some outer bands. All these things are going to get flooding, uh, you know, all the way over Daytona, Orlando, St. Augustine. You know, as you remember, if you do last time uh, last year, well, there was two of them, but Ian came through and went all the way up into there and took all the water with it. So all those inland places were flooded too. And they're all going to get it. A lot of people haven't been recovered yet from last year, so uh, it could be pretty bad here. We're going to wake up in the morning and find out. We're ready to go. Fueled up, chainsaws sharpened up and fueled up, and if anybody needs any help, we're going to be going, getting after it, but uh, probably not. We'll probably just be hanging out here, maybe go to the beach, maybe go do a little bit of just... I don't know, snooping around, sightseeing, whatever you want to call it. So, I'm going to check back in tomorrow, give everybody an update, see what happens as the sun comes up on a new day. All right, everybody, thanks for joining us. Thanks for joining me. See you next time. And don't forget to enjoy the show.